0: Hello there, friends. Andrea with the bangs here, and of the She Wonders Why podcast. Speaking of podcasts, I would really appreciate it if you would take a moment to give me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. I always forget to ask. On to the main point, the main event. In today's chat, I get to speak with Chris and Matt, the hosts of Decoding the Gurus. I will be doing a little bit of decoding myself of them and their latest episodes. I last spoke with them about a year ago and they only had about three or four episodes out. A lot has changed since then. They have garnered quite a following. They also have garnered some attention from said gurus that they have decoded or critiqued and have spoken to. One of them is a little-known podcaster, um, scientist, uh, horseman of a sort named uh, Sam Harris, I believe. Um, We speak about that, among other things. So it's quite a show I have in store for you. Let me know what you guys think. I know Chris says that most of the watches I got on my previous interview of them were hate watches. So I'm curious. Uh, Let me know why you're here and what you think of the guys. Anyway, without further ado, here are Chris and Matt. Hello, Chris and Matt. Hello. Thank you for coming on to my YouTube channel slash podcast. It's been about a year. And And what
1: a year it's been.
0: What a year. (laughs) Yes. What a year. You guys know really, though. You had three, maybe four episodes out when I first spoke to you, and I thought you were is... gonna. Hmm?
1: I thought you were gonna say three, maybe four Patreons, which was... <laughs> yeah,
2: I don't, that, I don't was even know you true. had a
0: Patreon actually. I, mean,
2: I don't think we did. You you did. Yeah. We didn't at that stage.
0: <laughs> at one point uh, in the three and a half epi- hour episode of the Brett Weinstein one, I remember uh, Chris giving a shout out. Hi, mom. Thanks for listening this far
2: yeah, You're she's the only one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We've lost her.
0: <laughs> oh dear. Well, you've certainly gained a few others though so you guys mm-hmm. like that's one of the that's the first thing I'd like to go into is what has changed in that year for you with regards to let's be specific about the podcast. I mean, maybe you've had other changes, but let's let's stick to the <laughs> the gurus.
1: Well, our episodes have gotten slightly shorter. Which I think Slightly. reflects well on us. Yeah. Um we're yeah, it's been good. Look, we're we're still working through our massive back catalogue of gurus. So um in some senses it's still the same old, same old. Um mm-hmm. I I think those very early episodes were kind of epic because we had some serious stuff to get off our chest about Weinsteins. <laughs> um, but, you building know, building
0: <laughs> it up to the brim. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but you know, we've since, you know, we've we've tried to move on a little bit from the sort of culture war y IDW circle of characters. And um because it's just fun and interesting to look at sort of online gurus and you know, sense makers and um self-help type people more generally. Mm-hmm. Um so our last episode was on Brene Brown, who it's an american um, sort of self-help author and a psychologist and she's definitely got nothing to do with the culture wars and that that was fun so yeah i'm enjoying the direction it's going
2: hmm. yeah and like like my i think we've probably hopefully we've got a bit better at the you know the putting things together in a in like shorter periods of time and that kind of thing but i, I think in general m- the level of success of the podcast, you know, the size of the audience and the interaction and the feedback and responses and stuff. It's been really good and like probably much better than Matt and I would have hoped for. Um, So, so that's been, that's been rewarding. And also, uh, I guess to some extent, it's been interesting more recently, to start to have some feedback or interaction with the people that we cover for better or worse. That has been something that we were always open to, but considered unlikely
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
2: Mm -hmm. and and it still is predominantly unlikely for most of the people we cover. But um, like the next episode we'll release is an episode with uh, Chris Williamson who was the the interviewer with Gad Saad, and he has a okay. YouTube channel, Modern Wisdom. Um, yes. So, yes. yeah. So that's that's been an interesting development. I think kind of uh, speaking to some of the people that we've covered, or you know, are incidentally related through various mm. things. So, yeah. It, well, it, we but, will
0: get into but, that. Don't. Don't you worry, I will pick that up. Well, I actually was, because I don't know how to tell, because on YouTube you can just see the subscribers, it's just there, but I don't really know how to tell on like podcasts the numbers. Are you uh, guarding those numbers, you know, or are you okay to share how well you guys are doing? You're like, (laughs) we mustn't become gurus ourselves.
1: We don't want them to Chris know. Chris is very proud. He is very happy to talk about our metrics. Okay,
0: okay. <laughs> yeah. No, well,
2: I, I also think that, like, when we started, you know, I think everybody that does a podcast or YouTube or that kind of thing, they, they're they trying to find out what's the metric of doing well and not doing well, right? Mm-hmm. And like it, like you say, on some of them, it's, it's visible, right? Because you can see the view counts or whatever, but you also... It's hard to match like which channel is the one that I should compare myself to. And I will say that I reached out to a couple of podcasts that I really like and that're you know, sort of in a similar vein to us and was and asked, you know, is it okay to ask what, what how many downloads you get, or you know what kind <laughs> yeah. and and they all said, like everyone wants to know, but nobody talks about it, right? And uh, well, let's like, talk
0: about
2: it, yeah, so I, I mean, the one of the problems is we don't know the the amount, like there's all these different metrics you get, right? Like yeah. how many per month or how many per episode and that. but like our the last month, which is our most successful month, it, we got over a hundred thousand downloads wow. which is which is good. and like consistently really it, you know, it's been a like steady, positive trajectory. And like I think, <laughs> We're imagining that our <laughs> success would be, you know, around about 10,000 10, or so. Like that, this yeah. was the idea. I mean, that. So we're doing much better than we uh, thought, and uh, yeah. So the, like metric-wise and all that, I think we are we are doing well. But like we're not, you know, we're not like anything like the the big top successful podcast but we're just not a complete failure <laughs> <So> that's, that's <laughs> how irish happy are you be... you're just, like i can't really like give one. myself
0: a compliment so uh, <laughs>
2: <just> uh, gonna... <laughs> i think like if you put like you know i i don't know but i not
0: a complete if... failure like that's what i'm gonna call the episode yeah. gurus <laughs> <Googles. Well>, like <laughs> not a complete I, failure I,
2: <laughs> I think there are like, you know, take Eric Weinstein or something like that. I think they probably get like 50,000 downloads on the day of release or something like that. Okay. So that's a order. of I don't know. I think I vaguely remember him saying that, but I, like, that's a, you know, that is a thing where somebody has a huge success and that can be, be their main income or whatever. We're not that. But, and so, yeah, we're like very happy with The level of success and long may continue, but (laughs) continue. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But but, uh, yeah, it's it's definitely from when we spoke to you, Mm -hmm. I would not have expected that we would have, you know, kind of achieved those kind of downloads within a year. So Mm
0: -hmm. that's
2: that is good. I'm happy about that. That's good.
0: (laughs) So wait, okay. So well, Matt, what do you think about it?
2: Oh, uh, yeah.
1: I mean, we, I thought it was such a niche thing. Um, the, the a topic, niche, that we were... but
0: that's the thing is like niche, but then all the people in that niche are like, yes, this,
1: I guess, yeah, yeah. There's like, you know, there's the people on Twitter that we hang out with and stuff, and we're all hyper involved and yeah. so on, but um yeah so i guess i'm a little bit surprised um but maybe you know that's the thing with podcasts that people are quite happy to 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 hear about something that's a bit niche and unusual and do a bit of a deep dive on it um and you know we have like you said before we we do have a good time doing it and we simply enjoy talking with each other so um yeah i think i think people pick that up and you know if 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 it's entertaining and, you know, it helps people go to sleep or do the dishes or something, and <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm super happy with that. <laughs> we get a lot do... of messages about that. You're like, yeah, oh, I do. do I want to yeah. listen to
0: the, one of these, like, specific sleep apps, like Calm, or do no. I want to listen to Decoding <laughs> the Gurus? <laughs> yeah.
2: That's it. That's Guru. it. This is, like, we're sleepy <laughs> for a lot of people. That's, that's, well,
0: that's, that's, well, like the thing is, I think you should do an experiment where you you just never get to the topic and you do an entire show. Yeah. Oh, you you, just, ne- and, you yeah. just keep going and you're just doing the banter and then never get to the topic and then just see if anyone notices or complains. Notice?
2: <laughs> <laughs> of, course, of course they will notice and complain. it i think
0: but, they're gonna I, no i think they're gonna be like this was hilarious and such a delight and got me to sleep right what? away
2: <laughs> yeah. your your accent for our listeners is quite interesting but, but they're like upper class english gentlemen I, they, I i uh...
0: said, well, yeah, i know
2: I've been,
0: I've been doing
1: a deep
2: dive <laughs> americans clearly do one foreign accent but... uh, uh, <laughs> no it's
0: like the mid, mid-atlantic like no i yes upper class hollywood was... <laughs>
2: That that was Mid-Atlantic. No, I don't know.
0: Yeah, like Jimmy Astor or Catherine Hepburn, I don't know.
2: (laughs) You must get it as well, Andrea, that like there's I mean, we we get an overwhelming amount of like positive reinforcement. You know, people say they like things and that kind of thing. And and we uh, and we are glad for that. But you also get people who are like, you know, get to the point cut the banter. It's true. No, it is. No,
0: yes, yes. I just asked
2: this question actually on
0: Twitter. Um like do you what do you prefer? Do you prefer people to have a little little banter, a little chat um or do you prefer like okay, hi, hello, nice to meet you. Um let's get into the topic. And most people said they prefer straight into the topic, but lots of others also said it depends on yeah. Like the the chemistry i guess between the people you guys have lots of chemistry so
2: (laughs) that's i i think that the the, like it depends thing is valid because there's lots of podcasts that i listen to and i i don't mind the banter because you know i like the people there's other ones that i do mind the banter. (laughs) i just want them to stop talking and talk about the topic (laughs) and but with matt and me i think the It isn't really a choice and there's no democracy involved in it because like (laughs) we are only going to do it as long as it's, you know, enjoyable for us. And like and and part of it being enjoyable is that we, you know, waffle and and have a chat about things. So like if we didn't do that and just like went straight into things all the time and that it would I, I feel like because we've got the little bookmarks now that people can push the button. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, there you go. They, that's everyone who wants to skip, just skip. And okay, wait, wait, Can we talk about the ads? You guys, are so...
0: <laughs> you're like, Those hey, are do you like it when people try to sell you things? Well, <laughs> buckle up because that's happening right <laughs> now. Yeah, that's at least
2: everyone knows what. And Chris, getting. it's you.
0: It's you're the worst. That's no, not worst. It's like the best. You're the worst best at being the most Here's a cheesy voice that I'm selling you something and you know it.
1: Well, <laughs> sort of, I think the only way we could sell something is ironically. That's the only yeah. way we yeah. possibly do it. Yeah. We got well, off.
0: I guess to be fair, we you got, need well, like we... the funny man and the straight man, you know? So like curses like that. Hey everyone,
2: and then here comes my. I so saw my here's ad the thing. Better. <laughs> what? Yeah, they got like more zippy, but the they the music
0: couple... in the background definitely helps.
2: Yeah, here I, I re- come we with did it, with it my a couple ad. of times, and we didn't release it because it sounded like a hostage video at the, <laughs> um, Oh, please and... release it as a, as like a blooper. Yeah, they were they were bad. So were the, bad. the one that got released was like yeah, we we find like relatively happy medium, but actually Did you all your
0: people- Liam Neeson voice where you're like like buy this like I can't do it. But like you like I've got a particular set of selling this
2: particular item of skills. So Yeah, but these ads also have to say and that like it Wouldn't sound normal if I if we just suddenly start talking like that because well I guess that's the point of an ad, but um, but yeah, they I think that's we have point. decided like we we're not really, I mean, advertising is nice and all that kind of thing, but we didn't start to create like a podcast empire. So if if advertisers come and you know say do you want to advertise this and it's something we're okay with, then fine, but we're not. I think Neil or, or I are okay with advertising in a way that we don't feel comfortable with. Of so, course. like, if people don't like that, then we will. Yeah, they they well, kind of have to accept the package. <laughs> yeah. It all depends.
1: It all depends how much the penis enhancement people <laughs> offer. You know, if they come with a big there's, with there's... a big package, then we 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 can talk to them. You know.
0: <laughs> oh God!
1: There's okay. And oh, why is, I, yeah. why
0: did I bring up the ads? I'm starting to. <laughs> oh i feel bad i feel oh i'm so i actually i'm feeling like oh chris i'm sorry for putting it all on you i think it's because it's because you're doing it the way i would if i had ads and i actually i'm like oh could i be this cheesy though and then you have proof you can
2: well i will say the advertisers are incredibly fond of you doing that so maybe oh oh really really you have feedback You have to be perhaps more successful in order for them to be uh, very okay with that. But uh, yeah, the, But there's I'm no the option. Scenes, guys. There isn't another setting. I cannot set myself <laughs> to another It's like your goodbye. Op- bye bye. Remember how you yeah, used to say bye? That's, that's hard. <laughs> and that's like two seconds. So imagine a one minute chatting like that. It would sound yeah. it sounds like a hostage video. We did do serious ad reads and it doesn't sound yeah. right. I oh,
0: really, really, really want to hear them now. Okay, well, maybe someday for the Patreon people, yeah. <laughs> they'll be like, "We yeah. want the, I'm there for hostage, the bad ads. Okay.
1: Yeah, hostage ads." Okay. Yeah, the
0: jet. So I think that I'm. I don't even know if people are like, "Yay, I'm so glad you're going over the way in which they do ads, Andrea," but I, I just am. I can't help it because I look at, like, what you're doing from what has changed from the last time we spoke. Also, from you know, I am I make a, a YouTube channel and a podcast, so I and, and I don't have ads, and so that's why I'm just like, Whoa, they have ads, and this is how they do it. <laughs> it just, it just is, it's on my radar. Right? I just can't help it. So, I'm you're here now, so I get to, to talk to we you. Are,
2: we are fine, like, you can make it an annual reoccurrence. We, no, guy. I really do.
0: You guys, <laughs> you guys, you so don't, don't even. <laughs> You well, you don't even know because I, well now you'll, you will know because I'm going to tell you. So I, you're the most popular, one, actually, so after I release the video, that one of course is the most popular, but then after it, you know, when I'm slow to like release the next one, it just like whatever is being randomly watched, show, like whatever shows up. And you guys', your guys, your guys' video is the most popular one all the time. It's like got uh, over 3000 know, views for like, which is like mm. pretty good for my channel. And usually it's like, oh, 10 10, 15, 20, you know, like on a random day just being watched and I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I, I haven't been I talking about it at all, but
2: what? I think it's because you have good SEO or whatever that thing is called. Because the, if I put in like decoding the gurus, uh, into Google. Mm-hmm. What often comes up is that like YouTube interview. So I think when I annoy someone online or someone causes <laughs> like hassle that they're like, who's that fucking guy? And then they <laughs> type it in and they see your video. So it's it, it might be that that like if we continue to annoy people, they will continue to right. you're like
0: no no it's not popular in the way you think it's popular yeah yeah
2: it's he it <laughs> watches and
0: they're like it's, wait but this looks like a, a really sweet retard. young girl that that they're speaking with they're like this this gal she looks reputable what yeah. are well yeah. what is she saying oh what are they t- okay i'll listen is that what you're yeah, saying yeah
2: that's probably it they get <laughs> okay. the the sugar with the Bitter coffee.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Bitter cranky <laughs> men. Oh, across the Atlantic or across the Pacific. Okay. So, okay. Well, that's, well, now you, okay. Well, now I know that that's what's really happening. Thank you. For that's that just my
2: me. hypothesis. It's yeah. just a hypothesis. <laughs>
0: well, I'm, I, I'll am i see how this one goes. We'll see. I uh, see the hate watches or whatever. I, whatever. I it, was, more, it gives me it watches.
2: Come on, Gina. So, what? <laughs> I will annoy people periodically for years to come. (laughs) Okay, well, good. I'll I'll let you know the next time I annoy someone and you can check if there's an uptick.
0: I'll ask. Okay, so leave a comment. Hello, uh, hate watches. Will you leave a comment to let me know? And then we will uh, see who's who's correct in this situation. (laughs) So, okay. So, specifically, let's get back to your um, podcast. Specifically... About the feedback you're getting from your gurus. And I'm thinking of the uh, Sam Harris uh, situation. <laughs> like, wow. Sam?
2: Sam? Guys- yeah,
0: I know, I know. You already did Sam this Harris. bit. You already did Sam this Harris. bit, you guys.
2: You did the <laughs> bit already. <laughs> I'll never stop doing it because some people take it seriously. <laughs>
0: oh, Jadina, sorry. I'm so bad at oh, letting, like left. bits play out, but
2: No, no, that's that you you're right. We have I run that into the grind, but I okay. When I tweeted like we did a podcast with small indie podcaster, I I took like some perverse pleasure in the amount of people that responded saying, "Small indie podcaster?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can know. see no, you I would. Is... Of course you would. This is why you get the hate watches. Because <laughs> yeah. of the perverse pleasure. Like, they can see. Oh, the, goodness. The, okay. The,
1: the internet just keeps delivering indisputable proof that so many people do not understand sarcasm. And already... <laughs> oh,
0: okay, <laughs> just... so, okay, well, we'll just go in that vein. So you, you were able to procure an interview... With, or actually, no, he sought you out. That must have been what it was. Um, so actually, no, I actually, I'm going to stop pretending like I'm joking around here. Okay, so we're not going to play that scenario out. I was going to be like, I'll play along and we'll call him a small indie podcaster. No, I want to know how How did this all occur? Did he, you said you gave out a call to all your gurus you have spoken about. Did he hear the call? Did he contact you? How did it go?
2: No. I mean, well, he, he listened to the episode uh, I know because one, he told us, but also I knew that at the time because he followed us um, after the episode came out and he, and quickly unfollowed shortly after, <laughs> but the, um, the
0: Oh, there's a lot of information that goes with the follow and then unfollow.
2: Yeah. Well, but that wasn't that, you know, I wasn't, I was surprised that he listened to be honest, but I wasn't surprised that he would unfollow after a while. Cause we we're like fairly critical mm-hmm. maybe uh, but in in the case, uh, we spoke with Dave Pizarro from Very Bad Wizards mm-hmm. on a like kind of special episode uh, in about Weinstein world and then uh, Dave has had episodes with Sam and mm-hmm. uh, is, is a friend with Sam and he he had listened to our episode about Sam as well and contacted me afterwards to say you know he he enjoyed it and put the criticisms were. Uh, like good or you know thoughtful or whatever and then um, after the episode he said have you ever you know reached out to Sam about talking to him about you know the the, his app or the the criticisms that you made and I said Mm -hmm. I mean no (laughs) because because, why would we (laughs) yeah because like where am I gonna drop him an email to his like website or whatever like I don't he's uh, uh, yeah must get millions of messages. and then uh, and then Dave, you know, took the hint and said, i hey, well, you know i can I can ask him if he would be interested. and in, you know, and so it basically the the whole thing is just Dave Pizarro asked him, you know, would he be willing to have a conversation? And he said, like, go ahead, yeah, send me, yeah, give me his email address. and then I reached out and, talked about, you know, and to his credit, entirely to his credit, it wasn't really a, I didn't require much convincing and he also didn't really put any restrictions on topics or anything like that. We, we said, we'll talk about the app and then we'll talk about broader political stuff and criticism. And that was it. And he, like, he didn't say, you know, this is off uh, the limits or I don't want to talk about that. I was. I was actually surprised we've had other people who are much smaller than Sam who have like, you know, said, I don't want to talk about this or that. And uh, so, so yeah, that was, uh, that was it. It's not very exciting. It's Dean Pizarro. He's the the man behind the curtain pulling the puppet strings of the internet.
0: (laughs) Wow. Well, I mean, to have such power. Um, Well, I mean, that's, It's who, you know, and and people, you know, saying, hey, I know so and so. Are you familiar? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, would you like a chance to
2: talk about it? I think because because we had like Dave Pizarro on who Sam knows and and Dave is like positive about us uh, and and also like Robert Wright and some other and Jesse single and some like Mm -hmm. relatively Known people, I'm yeah. sure that made a difference as well. But but Sam does occasionally do random small, small podcasts. Uh, you to know, to his for, credit,
0: like that's that's cool. Like yeah, it is that he would and, do it,
2: it that. Is, and it was very nice. I mean, he came on. The conversation was what it is, but we we talked for you know three or four hours, which was you know that's a significant chunk of anyone's day. So yeah. it's. It, it really is to his credit. And and also the downloads for that episode were, I at the time, actually, it wasn't that much of a, a big jump, but it, it's kind of like you said, like consistently over time, it makes a big, you know, difference. So mm-hmm. it, that's by far our most popular episode. And and like, you know, Sam will have made our podcast more popular by coming on mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. by the size of his audience, so they, you know, regardless of our disagreements and that, he was he was doing something that he didn't need to do um, right. to like defend himself. So I think he he deserves credit for coming on, and and we thank him.
0: For that. <laughs> thank you, Sam. Oh, I'm sure Sam will be like perusing this episode, so.
2: That's oh, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah he'll be notes. he'll be in here notes. He's that kind of guy. <laughs> <Yes>.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, you know, yeah. I I I'm trying. I, I've I've thought of like, oh, who would I? You know, the the old the old IDW because he's not in that anymore. He's he's ejected. That's control.
2: right. He handed his card in. You just I've, give that. Yeah, in. he
0: did. He handed it in, and so I um. Which I kinda of respect him for, but anyway, I yeah. well, we
1: we did too. Yeah, yeah. We did too. We we um we recorded a thing complimenting him and saying lots of nice things about him at the yeah. time.
0: Yeah, I remember because yeah, you mentioned to him, you're like, No, we have said some nice things about you.
2: Yeah, we have. Yeah, i was here to get that in at the start. Yes, you're like, <laughs> yeah. I just need you to like, know.
0: You know, we're like assuming you haven't listened to all of our stuff, and so I'm imagining you've missed the nice parts. But no, I've I've been like, oh, what if I could get? Cause I've had um, I've had this guy named Jay Shapiro who he made his. Uh, I know he him. made Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, he made Sam's one of a uh, documentary that that Sam was in, and um, so he knows him, and I, you know. I've thought about like, I, and just because you have a connection doesn't mean that they'll say yes. But like, what would I, what would I ask him? Like, that's the thing is you have to have an angle. I mean, you guys very much have an angle for him. Chris really talking about, with you. Okay, oh, please. <laughs> please but,
2: <laughs> yeah, he really he likes talking criticism. about right wing media and yeah. you know the problems and issues there and why. Tucker Carlson and stuff. That's the stuff that really gets us. It's not (laughs) Yeah,
0: it's not what I guys. I I escaped from (laughs) I escaped from the culture war last like over a year ago. I think. Near near the time I interviewed you guys.
2: Let me ask you something, and congratulations by the way on the escape. That's admirable. (laughs) But the That episode with Sam Harris, okay, so you listened to it. Okay,
0: so I okay, I have to be honest i've only listened
2: to half of it well half of it that's already it's probably as much as it but so as i'm i'm curious how did you find that episode the fact that you tapped out
0: (laughs) no 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 i okay okay i i I, I do i know i do need to i i do want to finish watching it it's (laughs) it's the episode i was listening to just before i was chatting with you guys so that's why i didn't tap out i ran out of time
2: um, like, it's a long oh. episode
0: Well I just like I just was like oh, Shoot I need to catch up And then I didn't have enough time But anyways um, I thought I I honestly I think that the parts That I really wanted to listen to Is near closer to the middle and end Because you were saying you, When it got a little bit more Debate-ish right And I didn't get to that yet I didn't get to and that the yet The thought
2: is very good And uh, like You know In terms of uh the response and I, I think he gives good answers. No, he does da- no he,
0: he wasn't like offended by any of your questions, you know? Like he wasn't like, well, ugh. Like he was well, I mean he was he was the ever stoic <laughs> Sam Harris with that voice that doesn't change. Mm. <laughs> like, like but I actually I did like that he I, I will say like so he he was very like I wanna take what you're saying. And address it. So I, I he wasn't dismissive in, in the least. So I actually really appreciated that. But some of the things... And it's my bad because I don't... I don't remember if I've listened to the one... I may have listened. It was a while ago. I don't remember the things that you were talking about about the Waking Up podcast. And I may have even mm-hmm. listened to it, I just don't remember. So you guys were... He was referencing things and you were the things that you were talking about were very specific to that. so I, I was, Inside of baseball. It was a little bit, yeah. And so I was like, oh, I think that he's making sense. But I don't... I think I would have had to go listen back to that that particular mm. criticism to help me get it a bit better. But there were some things that I actually was like, whoa, he is not holding back at all. Like the thing about the um, the gurus in, say, India and like abuse Mm. that he's but he was just being very um and i was like what is where is this going but he was just he is the way he is he's like i'm being really super honest about it it's not okay but at the same time you can get something from it but like personally i i look at that um because it took me a minute to sort of process so that's the part that stood out the most to me so that like for me in that in the bit that i ended on that's the thing that like I took that I'm still mulling around, you know, but, but while it was happening, I felt very like, what are you guys going to say? But you kind of were like, eh, we kind of want to move on. <laughs> but, but for, for me, where he was coming from, and this is what I guess I would ask him about if he ever came on my podcast. Um, So where he's saying, okay, so it's not good. It's actually horrible and bad, but you can take some positives out of it. To me, that's like for, as a religious person, I would take that as what you meant for evil, the Lord meant for good. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, like that's that's, the, that's what is the story of Joseph at the very end. His brothers sold him into slavery. He ends up in a jail, at the, you know, but then ultimately that jail ends up having him being at the right hand of Pharaoh. What you meant for evil, his brothers, the Lord meant mm. for good. So anyways, and that not and I'm not even trying to be religious-y about it. That's just, that's sort of like a, uh, isn't that, it's just, that's a thing. It's a spiritually thing. Like, and, and some of the stuff he talks about for his, that's the thing that I was actually frustrating to me. I'm like, the way you talk about the good that you're, and this is me getting a little a little uh, y on my end of things. Um, he sounds religious and spiritual when he talks about his app. And the sort mm-hmm. of like mumbo jumbo that he talks about that religious stuff is, I'm like, you sound the exact same when you talk about the good that is being spread with your giving the free, having it be free. His model is not something he would say to others, right? He's like, this is not a business model that is coherent for anyone else. But this is so important. This is so good that I want anyone to have access to it and I'll even let the scammers in. How religious do you have to be? Like, for, to be like, I have a message that I want to send to the world. And sorry, it's not a message. It's just meditating for 15 minutes. But, like, still, I still want the world to get it. And I'm not against him. I am, like, totally in the space where I'm like, yeah, me too. But, like, Jesus. <laughs> so, so I just think it's, it again, there's a lot of things. But I don't want to get into See, that's the thing is is what I'm describing. I am not in the league to go toe to toe with this man. So I'm like, I'm not. I mean, I'm actually even acting as if I could get him. I probably couldn't. Jay Shapiro would be like, Andrea, like you're nice. And I didn't mind giving you a a chat, but no. (laughs) But either way, but okay. that's the thing. Those are my little critiques. They're not even critiques because they're. They remind me of, like, religious or spiritual practices, and he might be okay with the word spiritual um, on his end, but you guys, I'm supposed to be interviewing you, so whoops.
2: <laughs> no, that's all right. You answered but my, But I that, that's I mean, my... So what do you yeah. take
0: from that, from my from my feedback about that episode?
1: Oh. It, yeah.
0: uh, we'll, have, uh, we'll have Matt go, because well, yeah. I mean, he hasn't chatted as Yeah. Much.
1: <laughs> I'll take a turn, I'll take a turn <laughs> we're really big on turn taking we've got a newfound appreciation for sort of you know back and forth and somebody's yeah, no, you, after and you someone sir. Else speaks. yes yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's a slight like reference to that episode but the um <laughs> yeah look I mean look there's a charitable take here I mean you know it's it's good to to give and you know there's a freemium type model and it's it, it's good to kind of give it away and to, to 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 people and for people to pay if they can that kind of model so it doesn't really I mean after he explained it I don't think it really raises too many uh, big flags for me, that. So I kind of, for my part, retract that bit of criticism which we made, which was pretty mild, to be honest, going back to our original one. It wasn't the main thing that we're talking about. Um, The other part of what you said um, is that, you know, Harris and his app is definitely guru esque, right? Um, and it has to be. Like, there's no way it can't be. It's it's a system for improving your way of life, for for changing your state of mind, for for getting a new special way of perceiving the world and getting more in touch with reality. You know, so it's not a. It's I think it's just descriptive to say that it is guru behavior and you know one of the things with our podcast is we make a really clear distinction there's a bunch of toxic things that we identify among certain kinds of secular gurus and we've got our gurometer which has all the different um (laughs) things that they do yeah we have a gurometer It's it's science very scientific um but you know there's things that any guru does whether they're toxic or not and um, you know, one of the things that they have to do is is be confident. Like, you mm. can't be wishy-washy can go, oh, maybe it's this and maybe it's that and mm. maybe this will be helpful, but I'm not quite sure. No, no you I have can to... never be a guru, yeah.
0: No, God.
1: no, no, that's right. Um, me neither. <laughs> not, not too ambivalent. Um, so, so yeah, um, you, you know, he's he, he's a guru, but that's probably okay in some respects. Chris has got a bunch of criticisms of his more political decisions and his sort of selective attention and and, you know, uh, which which is sort of a separate issue, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. Chris, your turn I,
2: no <laughs> I, I think like you said that I would take the uh, I think there is a lot of parallels with religious type beliefs and where like where a lot of our criticisms came in the original episode were just about that conflation of introspective insight and linking it into a kind of broader political and social thing, like a whole package. And I think he did a relatively uh, good job of clarifying that he wasn't trying to do that or Mm -hmm. he wasn't saying, I'm glad that he did say that, although I'm not entirely convinced that he didn't do that and that he doesn't do that at times, but like, but but saying that like you can do the practice but you don't have to accept his politics, mm-hmm. that's very good, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think mm-hmm. that's a important thing. And uh, I I thought that the, the half that you've listened to, which was mostly about the app and introspective practices and stuff, that I don't agree with all of his takes there, but he, he I think he has a kind of legitimate position and he he, he like clarified things well during that discussion mm-hmm. so my my criticisms would mainly not revolve around the introspective practices except the note what you know which like there is stuff there which comes across as like you know it's fine to be religious but mm-hmm. you should maybe acknowledge when you're relying on a a type of introspective faith but he he wouldn't see it like that um, right. but i but i th- i think it's notable that a religious person did notice the parallels and other people um, who I've spoke to who have you know, either are religious or spiritual. They they do, they kind of get what he's saying, but they're like, yeah, well, we all think that, right? Like we you know, uh, and uh, yeah, yeah. So that that's all. But but I, I for that part, I I didn't. Have, I think it was um, his his clarifications were were good mm. and uh and unhelpful helpful because he you know he said i'm no i'm not saying x y and z and right uh, yeah yeah
0: yeah well okay so all, number one i'm always happy to be the religious person if you ever need in. <laughs> yeah. um the other the other is so the 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 rest of the well it doesn't have to be the rest of but that's the part i, I didn't get to but for the episode did it go how you wanted it to go
1: <laughs> Matt, <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. your turn. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, yeah, look. In comparing it to conversations we've had with other people, um, like Robert Wright or or Dave Tazaro or, or whoever, I mean, it's a little bit different because we had a bunch of criticisms of Sam. Sam was responding to criticism, so it's always going to be a bit less.
0: Yeah,
1: there's going to be a little bit more arguing, a little bit less dialectic sort of yeah. going on on the other hand i think um I, look i get the sense with some people that they are more comfortable with giving monologues uh rather than the back and forth of a conversation um and um you know that's not the that's not the worst thing in the world so yeah look i think it would have been uh, like, I felt like in the second half, there was, they got really, like, I mostly listened to it, by the way. I, I, didn't, I didn't get to talk. But, you mentioned that, that in the intro, yeah. yeah. Which is fine. And, you popped um, in to be like, I, okay,
0: that's all we've got for today. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but, I mean, these guys really got bogged down in this sort of, um, the terminology of tribalism. Okay. So, it, like, you know, um, Sam was accused of being, you know, somewhat tribal, but sort of his... His presentation is that he's above all these things, right? That that it's it's just applying rationality and logic and so on. And oh my goodness, okay, degree... I
0: probably would have a lot of like these or like these moments during it. That sounds like you can't be above but... it; you're in it. Okay, go on.
1: Yeah, yeah, like we're all, we're all human beings, so we're all kind of in it. I think just walling around in the subjective mud, but yeah. Yeah. Um, like I think that they wouldn't have gotten bogged down if. If I think if maybe these maybe there'd been less monologuing and
0: just tossed just it over a, to you, Matt. Maybe.
1: <laughs> uh, that was my job just to sort out those kind of gridlocks when they happened, and I, I failed. Oh, I failed. oh Sorry. dear. Sorry. Well, yeah, yeah. Well. But there
2: was, there was. I and Matt can't be held responsible because, like, first of all we were messaging back and forth, you know, in the chat, as we do in interviews anyway, to kind of work out, okay, you're going to, I'm going to ask this next. And do you want to say something, you know, like just, we find that that's a much easier way to kind of plan out things. And so we we were doing that, but because of the nature, of the way that Sam speaks, which Matt pointed to where he kind of, speaks for an extended time and and will often veer on to a next topic while he's talking. And, you know, that's just the way his brain works. But the nature of that means that, like, maybe you ask a question, which he sort of responds to, but then he brings up like three or four points and and then makes a claim that, you know, says, and if, if I do that, finishes by saying, so tell me why it's like that. And then you need to respond to his question you need to go back and that's why the... you guys
0: pause and you rewind and you, yes, that's why you do your podcast in the way you do it. So you can like pause well, him and yeah, it it's very things. different
2: yeah. in it. Like it's a very different if we did an episode on Sam than interacting with him. But so the mm-hmm. way, the nature of that means that, you know, then you have to, des- you know, you know how to interview people, Andrew, but you have to decide, will you let those points go? Or do you, like, if you disagree with what the person said, do you go back and say, well, I don't think that's right? And you didn't even get to your mere original question because... Oh, it's a
0: schmuzzle. It, yeah, it's... Yeah. Yeah. No so one the
2: wins. The <laughs> of that, I think, were, we, like Matt said, we knew it was going to be a little bit like that, but I think... Um, there's two different ways of interviewing someone. And one would be as like an interview, right? Where you basically, you're not there to present your opinion. You're there to kind of like talk to them. And so Mm -hmm. even if you disagree, you might voice your disagreement, but kind of, you know, let it go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, But different if you're doing a debate and you're presenting like an alternative side. And I think in the like second half, we bumped up against that, uh, which which dynamic are we supposed to adhere to, right? Are we there to listen to Sam tell us why we're wrong? Or are we there to kind of push back? And we, you know, it's a little bit of both, but it's, yeah, it, it's kind of hard to do a debate if it's an interview. And, yes. and maybe that was... I uh, know, it's the nature of it. Sides.
0: And uh, that's why Matt should have gotten a little... He'll get a little hat that says moderator. Yeah, it really was Matt's fault when you. No, about it. no, next time, <laughs> next time. He'll get the hat. This is moderator, and then he'll be like, "All right, okay, so wait, no, we can't move on here, Sam. You, you, you got one point, and so now let's let Chris speak to that one point, please. Oh, and thank
2: you." But Andrea, did you? Oh, you won't have heard it, but I, I will say, and it's like inside of baseball, it's quite funny. At the very end of the episode, Matt tries to do what you're suggesting, which is a. Kumbaya, like, well, look, we all have different opinions about this issue. Everybody's a bit biased towards their uh-huh. friends, and and when Matt did that, Sam Sam interrupted them to say, "No, I I'm not I'm not biased." And then Matt was like, "Okay, no, I'm I'm not talking about you specifically, Sam. I mean, you know the." And then Sam went on like two tangents, then went back into a kind of. Uh, oh, I have to t- finish this. Oh, I
0: have to now.
2: Yes, so Matt had to Matt then said, "You know, no, I'm not saying any of that. I wasn't <laughs> trying to and he i so I just want to point out that that was like Matt tried to do that, and it led to like three exchanges <laughs> and a monologue and so that's that not was a him just trying to say everybody is bad.'re we're like we're okay, all, okay, you know, okay, we've to, got a new
0: okay, I've got a solution, and it's like you know, totally unbiased and like you know bring in me i am a totally <laughs> like like i'll be like the the dumb dumb who's like wait um sam can you explain point one i didn't quite follow that one please if you don't mind i'm the lay person um can we just backtrack yeah. five points please and and just stick yeah. to that one but, just so i can keep up please and thank you yeah.
2: That, that's what we need. Although it will be a six-hour podcast,
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm sure my way will definitely work and won't make it eight hours. But anyway,
2: yeah. But <laughs> okay. So it was a, it was an interesting episode for us. I mm-hmm. like it's the Sam's credit. It came on. We have our like complaints and stuff, but he does as well. So the he, you know, in all things considered, I I think he deserves more credit for coming on than, right. you know, the the way the conversation went. I think we we just see some things differently and it's always going to make things uh, contentious if you're telling someone why you think they're doing something wrong.
0: Yes, <laughs> yeah, 100%. So do you guys think that he would come back?
2: Not immediately. Well, no, <laughs> yeah.
0: no. Okay, well, okay, sorry. I guess I should first ask, so... I mean, I assume you'll be continually, like, or continuing to look over his stuff and then do critiques of his stuff, and then eventually, do you think that you would reach out again for him to come back on? Do you think, or or is let sleeping dogs oh, lie, or?
1: Well, oh, look, it's always possible, but um, you know, we've got so many, so many characters to cover. And, right, there's um... so many
0: more others than this small little yeah. castor, Sam Harris. <laughs>
2: it- like with, with Sam, maybe in with the passage of time and whatever, as you know, political events and stuff go on in the US, it he might be interested. Like, he ran back conversations with Jordan Peterson and various other people, but like, but it, I guess it depends where we end up in his mind. Because if we're Ezra Klein and Robert Wright, then those people are no. you know. They're off the limit. So it, it it depends how he sees us as like good or bad. Faith well, that's what actors. I was wondering.
0: Uh, do you think he regrets going on or what is your feelings there?
1: I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <That's>
2: <laughs> Chris, do you know? <laughs> um, I mean, I, I think he expressed ambivalence, that he didn't know if it was a very important conversation or a completely meaningless uh, waste <laughs> okay. of time. With that. Oh, in wow. oh that's funny. A,
0: okay.
2: Yeah, so I, I think he probably like I don't think he find it particularly enjoyable. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> like it. But um so, so so yeah, but I you know, I, I think it all depends on the feedback that you get and stuff over yeah, time yeah. and how other people see it. If he gets lots of people saying that was a waste of time and it's the worst, you know, three hours, I don't know why you bother speaking to those people, yeah. then he won't and if he gets people saying that it, you know it was a worthwhile conversation and maybe he would, but we are not like, we're we're happy to speak again, but I don't have any desire to do that (laughs) myself for like some time. Um, So yeah, there's no issue to speak to Sam again from our side. It would just have to be
0: like the right time and and the right subject. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So something else
2: was mental. That he's like strongly endorsed, maybe <laughs> yeah. okay. if like if, if more and more characters in this network, Paul Bloom becomes an anti-vax loon. <laughs> okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. Matt, what were you gonna say?
1: I was just gonna say I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward more to talking to people like uh, Roger Wright. Um, mm. I'm looking forward to that. That'll be a fun. Uh, we're gonna cover Bob as a guru.
0: I'm sorry, guys. I don't remember who Robert Wright is. Can you remind me?
2: Robert Wright is an author. He wrote the book "Why Buddhism Is True," and he, before that, he's been like you know a long-term. Oh, maybe
0: heard. Oh, okay. So, how is he from? Is he like Western though? Who with Buddhism? Yeah, yeah.
2: So he's uh, like, uh, yeah, he's kind of. He's actually not that far from you know, kind of Sam Harris style of, of Buddhism being a useful insight. But uh, he's he's an interesting guy because he uh, he has a whole metaphysical system that, uh, or well, like kind I of a philosophy. One. Has but he
0: been on Rebel Wisdom? Am I making that up? It sounds like the kind of person that they would It have is had. like
2: someone they would have on yeah. Rebel Wisdom. I don't think they've had him yet. But he's, okay. he's around. But the, the interesting thing is like he's... He's very willing to engage with criticism and he's also genuinely self deprecating. So he's like, he's a, he's an unusual guru in that respect. Uh, So he's an interesting character from our perspective, because we really like him interpersonally. And, uh, um, we've had an interview with him, like kind of discussing things. And he's produced an episode now, in part because we said we want to cover him as a guru, and we mm-hmm. were asking like what content to cover, and he released an episode which was outlining his philosophy. Oh. um Partly because we prompted him, but then we all I, when he suggested that we said we can't use it because you know you would be making it with the knowledge that people will look at it. But so, oh but so right. he introduced it, explaining that that you know he's making it. He that we we introduced it and blah blah, but. But no, we probably will use that because oh, you didn't think nice. that we'd use it. Look at your <laughs> yeah. influence, like, you guys. It's very, very meta. <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah. yeah. That's the that's the right term for it. It's like, wow, look at you, like creating gurus within gurus, and I don't know if that even makes sense. It's really meta. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so when is the, Are are you? When will that be covered? And is that an episode that's just waiting to drop, or you're still working on it? Or we haven't
2: done it. But well, we've listened to the content, so we will do. So we have to, you know, prepare the clips and all that. And we have a backlog of interviews and episodes to do. So we'll do Joe Rogan next. Oh, have you done case. him yet? Yeah. Is this the, the first history.
0: time? Yeah, this is the
2: first oh, time. You
0: know. Okay, I'll have yeah. to listen to that
2: one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Which which episode uh, are you
0: gonna use to for the clips?
2: The one with Jocko Willick. Uh, okay.
0: He could kind of be his own guru.
2: Yeah, he could. But so there was, there's like lots of options with Joe Rogan, but I thought the Jocko Willick one works because they're both in a way, you know, somewhat similar with the Mm -hmm. whole like testosterone meal improvement guru Mm -hmm. side of things. And they're also both fairly to the right in you know, without openly (laughs) being to the right. So (laughs) I, I think they're an interesting combined team to look at right, um, right. and Joe is an interviewer. So we can't really do him independently because he's always oh, okay. with a guest.
0: That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that just trying to think about like, see the criticism you guys get, it seems like it's, it. a lot of people think that you're just out to interview. Your critics would look at you guys and think, Oh, they're just calling people. They don't like gurus. So, but you were just saying with Robert Wright, you're like, well, we really actually just like him and we classify him as a guru and whatever. And and so, and I like, okay, so I, uh, I've listened to only your first episode on Jordan Peterson. So I don't know. I don't know how kind you are to him. And then I think you've done another one since. On him, he but
2: like last time, the second probably.
0: time, probably. <laughs> You're like Andrew's probably dropped off in listening. We don't have to worry about being kind anymore. No, just
2: kidding. he was talking to Brett Weinstein. Oh uh, well, that's sorry. why. But okay,
0: well that never. Bad out. things in him. Okay, so so but the first one, you were actually not terribly rough on him. You're like, hey, this doesn't make any sense, but it makes me feel good <laughs> if I don't think about it too hard. And I actually yeah. do. I still really, really like Jordan Peterson, actually, and and so, particularly in that one, but like in in other ones, you're not always necessarily against. You're just sort of like, let's make sense of these particular sorts of people that end up becoming elevated, and and I'm sure. I'm sure that it's easy to get hold into certain, you know, oh, all it, it to be like, oh, everything, everyone's against me because I'm so successful. They're just jealous. I'm sure it's easy for gurus to get in that space, which I'm, you guys see all the time. But do you think that you get uncharacteristically, like, sorry, that's not the word, uncharacteristically isn't what I'm looking for. It's, do you get characterized as, like, Like, like you know, bad guys, like you know, in their mm. in their team on the teams as like the bad mm-hmm. guys, to put yep. it in layman's terms.
1: Yeah. So, uh, so how, how do you yeah. get uh, get
0: away from that then?
1: Oh, look, of of course we do. I mean, and it's natural that you know we we criticize popular people, so the people who are their fans will respond angrily and criticize us back. We've got a pretty thick skin. I mean, you can't. I mean, we criticize people pretty harshly sometimes, so we can't get our feathers all ruffled because people criticize us back. So that part is totally fine. I think that people misunderstand criticism a little bit, like in pol- in the political arena, if people are criticizing someone or some figure, then it's because you're against them, you're against mm-hmm. what they stand for, and you're you're supporting the other side of whatever mm-hmm. the argument is about in academia if you criticize someone's work you're paying them a massive com- compliment right? okay right okay. so that's like the, the fact that your work is being is influential enough to be criticized and be put under that lens and they're, they're spending their time trying to think of objectives to it and so on then that is an opportunity for you to either respond and show them how they're wrong and that your your stuff is actually good and they're mistaken, or they can be pointing out valid weaknesses and flaws in your approach, your model, whatever
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, that you then can focus your um, attention on rectifying and, mm-hmm. and improving on. So, you know, and you know, for yeah, so that's that's how I think about criticism and a, a critical, including a critical podcast. Yeah. Um. So, um. yeah, so look, I, I think sometimes people mistake these things. I mean, like, we're, we're, we're critical of people we like, we're critical of people we don't like, we can, um, what we try to do is, is put our own sort of preferences and, you know, our own, you know, just feelings about things to one side as much as we can. But, you know, we also emphasize that, you know, nobody nobody can do that perfectly. There's always going to be Mm -hmm. things that just rub, you know, like, so like, I mean, we did a reasonable job, like you take someone like Rutger Bregman, who was this, and he's a very sort of lefty progressive character, he's speaking to a lot of political points that, you know, are fairly, you know, dead on the sort of moderate left kind of, you you know, they hits all of our moderate left wing sympathies, right. Mm -hmm. But his logic is terrible, in some respects, and he misrepresents, a lot of the evidence. And if you can just put yourself in that sort of academic frame of mind, then you can criticize someone like that. And it's not about do you support where they're coming from, what they're trying to accomplish, it's are they making mistakes.
0: Mm. Okay, so if it's normal or a compliment even in academia to criticize someone's work, why are you not getting praised more by the people you feature? in your episodes and I know I'm saying that with a smile but I actually I'm like wait yeah. I'm confused then
1: well most of them are not academics um even the ones that are academics they're technically <laughs> technically academics the role like like sad for instance right um you know his his role his what he does is not academic right it's it's polemic it's mm-hmm. writing popular books it's mm-hmm. being a culture warrior, it's being being popular and takedowns and and so on, right? So so I think um, yeah, I mean I don't think people look and look, even academics don't, like you know academics are human too. So if you criticise somebody's theory at a conference, whatever, they they may well you know Do respond economics. badly. Yeah. but deep down everyone kind of knows that it's much better look, just like oscar wilde said it's always better to be talked about than not talked about so that the worst thing is to just be ignored really that's the worst thing
0: oh i know but like was the internet around when that was that was coined that was phrase was coined i don't know
1: it, no, I, i'm no, guessing i'm being the
0: cancelled people the people who end up getting
1: yeah you know. oh no, look, look look of course there's lots of bad attention that can this very unpleasant to be cancelled now i'm thinking of people that are attempting to have an influence in in some way shape or form right okay
0: okay okay so do you think that um so it's not just sam harris that you have been able to interact with there are other others who are you know responding or even pre-responding since you know like you were saying with robert that he's kind of the meta (laughs) thing that happened you guys explained so oh sorry what were you going to say though matt
1: Oh um, well, no. I was just going to reply to you actually, which was that um, one another person that we covered sort of incidentally in the Sad episode was uh-huh. a, a young fellow called Chris uh, Williamson. Now he has a mm. podcast now called What's It Called, Chris? Modern Wisdom, I think. Modern Wisdom. Yeah, I've heard of right.
0: it. I've heard of him before. Yeah.
1: Yeah, now, you know, he was essentially cheering on Gadsad and, you know, was a fanboying on Gadsad. Gadsad, in our opinion, was being <laughs> complete, <laughs> saying a lot of stupid things, right? So um, so we we ended up saying a lot of pretty mean things about Chris Williamson. So to his, to his credit, right, he didn't respond angrily or flames or whatever. He didn't respond at all for a little while, uh, eventually reached out to Chris and... Um, explained and, and we subsequently followed it up with this interview that we'll be releasing next um, and look according to Chris he uh, you know he took he took he took some of the, our points on board and mm. actually has since changed some of his sort of what, what you call it, editorial policy exactly. um, based on that um, on the other hand he pushed back in what I think was a pretty fair way in that yeah. we, we, we didn't we didn't give him the benefit of the doubt in any way, shape, or form, and we basically. <laughs> oh, just, really? I, you
0: guys, no?
1: <laughs> yeah, we were pretty, we were pretty harsh, and so, we, and on our side, we took we took that on board, you know. Yeah, Um yeah. So, um, so I, so for us, that was a really positive um, thing.
0: Yeah, no, it it really it is in the sense that you're, yeah, you're able to have like that that bit of an influence for for you know, you never know which of the gurus. Like, yeah, it sounds like, oh, well, we'll see how they respond if they ever respond. Well, the fact that they're responding at all, do you feel like that gives you, I know you're not out for credibility, but does it give you a little bit more credibility in when some gurus try to try to throw you under the bus as just random nobodies? Does it give you a little bit of clout? I, I,
2: guess? I well, yes, it, it definitely does that, you know, like if Sam Harris or, or, uh, somebody, Cotton decides to come on or that kind of thing, it, you know, it, it, it's harder for people to say that nobody's paying attention or that kind of thing. But I can't say that I want it to be the case that, you know, every time we release an episode that we, we get into a feud or whatever with the character that we cover, I'm, I'm kind of sometimes quite relieved when, when people don't pay any attention. And that is the general pattern is that, you know, they don't or they just block, right? They just Mm -hmm. after if they notice the episode, they just block or they'll. uh, And I I think that's probably the smarter decision in most cases. But I'm not so concerned about like I, I think, like Matt said, as as our like kind of influence grows or that kind of thing, we have to be concerned a bit more about the dynamics about you know if we are featuring someone with a much smaller audience or that mm-hmm. kind of thing we have to, mm-hmm. we have to be concerned about that. But in terms of the like impact on the public narrative or whatever, I I think that what I would prefer is that instead of you know the, the kind of thing which is these like vendettas and stuff, that instead, it's nice when we have an impact where more critical approaches come towards someone or attention. And like a good example of this where I think it has happened and I've considered it very positive is that when we started the podcast, yes, there were people critiquing Brett and Eric, but those tended to be relatively peripheral or not so easy to find. And now there are very... Good detailed breakdowns, especially since you know Brett Weinstein has become kind of anti-vaccine uh, mm-hmm. relatively openly, and um, so there's a lot more critiques that way. But in the case of Eric, you have people who wrote rebuttals to his paper, and you've had you know uh, Robert Wright as uh, for an example. Part of the reason we spoke to him was because he found the coverage of the Weinstein's interesting, and he mm. wrote some critical articles as well. So I I kind of like that impact more that, you know, uh, if we are able to encourage people to engage critically Mm -hmm. and, and you asked Andrea about, you know, the covering bad, like, do we cover people just to kind of take them down a peg or two? And like Matt said, there's, there's, there's an inevitable bias in the people that we cover that, you know, but what we've discovered is that, um, that there are all different types of gurus and that the gurus that we were initially interested in, in which the kind of gurometer focuses on this like 10 measure thing that we use, that is focused on quite negative qualities, the kind of exploitative online gurus with negative dynamics. And you can be someone who's a guru who's a or a public intellectual with a following that might veer towards, you know, a, a guru dynamic mm-hmm. and it not, be exploitative and negative and full of conspiracy it. and that kind of thing. So, I I think that nuance and and us covering different kinds of people in different kinds of spheres is important, so that people can, you know, look at everyone critically, but realize that there are some people doing things that are, you know, more exploitative and more conspiracy prone than right. others. Um, yeah. Yeah.
1: Can Can I say one more thing to that, which is that. Yeah, like Chris said, I hope that people do not take what we do as like sitting in judgment and coming up with the list of who's naughty and nice and who are the mm-hmm. bad ones and who are you the guys good are not ones. Santa and it...
0: Claus. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. We're not, you know, what we want to do is hopefully model and encourage people to approach everything critically. Stuff that's intuitively appealing, the stuff that appeals to your to your predispositions or or your values, and um, and pay attention to the way in which some things can sound convincing, and and press all of those buttons, um, but actually, if you if you stop and try to be a little bit analytical about it, you can realise that that you can anybody can you don't have to be a professor or or have some kind of special um, um, technical expertise you can you can spot the form of of arguments that are that are bad essentially mm-hmm. and and you know we all we all fall into that from time to time even even the best people so yeah that's what we try to do
0: so okay so i feel like we're you know rounding this this discussion off and so chris i think that we won't have to say goodbye to you. Think that we have like a <laughs> nice little like ten minute buffer. Um, so, yeah, I, I know you guys joked about how like eh, we're not gurus yet, or I don't know if you said yet, but like I am like yet. Like, when will you guys reach? Because you don't have to necessarily be a guru to then be a guru. Like, some people just become popular. Yeah. they just yeah they just do yeah. because of whatever reason and they get skyrocketed up and or it doesn't have to be a quick skyrocket it could be a slow climb up
1: yeah well you like could be you or you could be a sneaky you could be a sneaky underhanded guru where you tell everyone that you're not a guru and yes. you don't follow me everyone, but you kind of subtly do it
0: I, and then i don't know which which one are you guys no not really but like you could get you're in danger of being coming more and more popular like you clearly if we look at the growth from the last time we spoke to now it's quite a bit and if what's going to be happening in a year from now if, if we do our little yearly chat like i, I is there a, okay it's not that you're going to be worried about becoming gurus where you're like hey here's a self-help situation that i think i can help with but what although you were just explaining about how you can be helpful with criticism or whatever with critiquing but it is something that you could become More popular than you expect, lots of people listen to you, and um, and you might not want it, but it might be thrust upon you. Like, are you worried about that, or are you like, no, no, or we're just doing not bad, or what? What did you describe it as, Chris? We're just not terrible.
2: Uh, We're not failing. Yeah,
0: we're not. We're just not quite failing.
2: but it, it, I, I think that's part of the answer. Is like yes, there's there's always like in the same way, you know, like things like audience capture and that apply, and like social media dynamics. We are not immune to them in in any sense. But mm. but part of the thing that I think makes us bad candidates to fall prey to the mm. guru dynamics are that fundamentally what Matt and I are talking about are things that you can find in academia or uh, like in general, just it's not some bespoke philosophy that we have. It's just applying critical thinking to a topic. And you don't have to reach the same conclusions as us. And our takes are that, you know, uh, our personalities are what they are. But fundamentally, we are not offering something that's highly unique to us. It's a right it's like just so you could replace either of us and the and and look at the content in the same way and you should know this you know similar sorts of things so I I think that's part of it and then also like with Robert Wright there's there's a difference between people who like there's not I, I think Matt and I don't have an issue with people who want to present the philosophy or to outline a kind of a worldview or, or even, you know, give advice. That's not the, the issue. It's not about being an issue with being popular or of having a particular political ideology or those kind of things. It's it's all the other stuff that, that gurus do that is concerning. And in most of the cases, we either don't do it. <laughs> or we're actively opposed to it. And, you know, there are are parts where there's stuff like Patreon dynamics where you interact with people and, you know, people are supporting you and that kind of thing, and there is always a parasocial element. But Mm -hmm. like, as Matt has often said, parasociality doesn't have to be a bad thing. It can actually just be that there is a genuine interaction. Like a good example is Dave Pizarro, who came on our show. I listened to him for years, mm-hmm. and you know he never knew I was listening, right? And uh, <laughs> right. The way that works. But then when I met him, I felt like you know I knew him, and the way that he talked was what I imagined it would be. Because there is a degree where yes, people can be exploitative and create a faux intimacy, but also you actually can get a sense of people through their content, and that. Mm-hmm. So I I kind of think as long as you stay on the right side of that, that. Yeah you just have to be aware of the dynamics and the influence and the power imbalance and as Mm. long as you are i don't think it's inevitable that you have to you know go the way that like even jordan peterson has like he didn't have to do that andrea that's the thing that's annoying he didn't have to do it well
0: well he's still around maybe we can just see what directions he goes
2: (laughs) you're like oh we will be watching his current direction
0: i'll be back (laughs) only time will tell and you guys will too as you continue watching and uh reporting on gurus um what
1: yeah you you know no i think that was fair i think that was well said the only thing i'd add to it is that (laughs) you know i I, we'd both be terrible candidates for self-help gurus because of chris he's he's got obvious personality problems and in my case i've been known to deal with very bad hangovers by eating cookies in the shower so this is, these are not. This these is... are not rules for life. You know? and no, and
0: yeah. you no, and you guys have each other to keep each other in check as well. I think that's also but the key.
2: That's my girl. <laughs> not at all totally what I was going me, for. He's like so far years, decades <laughs> ahead. So he... someday he'll teach you how to do
0: an ad in a very natural way, and yeah. maybe um... maybe you will learn from
1: him. Chris is my work in progress. He's good
2: in there. I'm his protege, like the <laughs> you know in the the Star Wars thing that I'll just like strike him down when he gets old enough. <laughs>
0: yeah. You're the oh, you're the Anakin to his uh, Obi Wan, not the Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Oh no, did yeah. I lose you? Did I, I lose night. you both oh, in well. my closing? Hello, <laughs> are you still there? Hello. Yeah. Oh, it's so choppy. Please tell me. Oh, hi. Okay. I'm like, let me end it right, you guys. Oh, okay. What a wonderful <laughs> ending. I'm going to leave it in just because it's fun. Okay. It Thank fine. you so much, Chris and Matt, for being on the channel for our annual catch-up. Yeah. That's Let's, it. Do it again.
1: I... Let's do it again in one year. It'll we will. Yeah.
0: If you would subscribe, that would be the bee's knees.